Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and you are listening to a very special episode today. So this week marks the third anniversary of the podcast. That's right, the podcast is three years old officially, and so I wanted to do something special to celebrate the three-year mark. So I invited my friend Catherine on the show, and today she is going to take the role of interviewer and ask me a few questions about the podcast. But before we get started, I wanted to have her introduce yourself. So welcome, Catherine. Thanks, Mackenzie. You know, I'm excited. This really is something great that you're doing, and it's different, and I just, I really enjoy enjoy it and I like it. Um, So my name is Catherine Patton and Mackenzie and I met back in our undergrad in Spanish class of all things. Um, She was my crutch. She's the reason I passed (laughs) Spanish. Right now I am about to graduate from law school so that's super exciting but thank you for having me and thank you for having me in your home this week in South Carolina. Yeah I'm so excited that you're here to visit and the timing was perfect when you told me you were going to be here this week. I was like okay well then you have to help me with my three-year anniversary episode because I didn't know what to do so I'm so glad that you're here but yeah you have a lot of exciting things going on and we talked about having you back on the show to talk about some legal stuff some constitutional stuff all the all the law school things but today we're going to do a little bit more of a fun episode but I'm so glad that you could join me because you're not only one of my best friends but you're one of the more fun people that I know so well I'm flattered (laughs) yeah you're perfect for this episode perfect um so I feel like I have so many questions so I'm gonna really ask you sort of about your podcast in general Uh and then I'm also gonna ask you some more personal questions and just get to know you a little bit more and then some of the questions are gonna be fun too so let's go ahead and jump right in okay um so how I want to first start things off or to talk about your podcast so like you said it's three years old now so congratulations it's so exciting um so my first question is what really made you want to start a podcast up in the first place I've talked about this a little bit before but for anybody who hasn't heard me discuss it I joke that my mom gets the credit for me starting a podcast, and that's partly because she was tired of me telling her what to do with her life, and she was like, why don't you, like, start a blog or something and, like, put your energy towards that instead of coming to my house and telling me what to do. Um, So I'm, like, the type of person, if you're into the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 7, and so negative emotions are hard for me, and I don't like to think about sad things unless I can do something about them. So, like, when I hear about a problem, I, like, immediately am like, okay, what can I do about that? And if there's nothing, then I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) So, yeah, I've kind of always been that way where you know certain things really bother me like hearing about pollution or whatever and so I would watch a lot of documentaries and then try to figure out what I'm supposed to do to live my life better and be more ethical and sustainable and all those kinds of things and I'm like a bleeding heart so I care about literally every topic like there's not a topic where you would tell it to me and I'm like yeah I just don't really care about that you know like some people might really care about like anti-racism work but they're not like really animal lovers and they don't care about that or whatever and I'm like literally any topic like I could cry about if you told me enough about it and so um so yeah I love to learn but then I felt like what am I supposed to do with like all these things that I've learned and I would it would come out in like conversations with friends or family and especially my mom and I'd be like you know you're not really supposed to chew gum or whatever (laughs) and she would like get really tired of me I think correcting her all the time and she would say like you should really start like a blog or something and and so I actually really thought about that and I do technically have like a blog on my website but I also knew that I am not the type of person that has the time to read blogs because I started this podcast when I was working on my master's degree and I just like 
don't have time to like sit and read like it's hard enough for me to sit down and read an actual book so I felt like you know I love blogs and like I have friends that write blogs and I think that's great but considering I don't have the time to read any blogs writing one seems like that's not the best idea for me so instead I felt like a podcast was more up my alley because for one I love to talk but for two it's something you can do like on the go and you can listen to it while you're in the car on a run or whatever like doing anything essentially and so I felt like this will be an easier way for people to learn about topics that matter without having to like set aside two hours or whatever to like watch a documentary or a couple hours to like read a book about it or whatever so that's kind of what inspired me to start the podcast. Yeah and I definitely agree you're a very social person and so I feel like the way that you conduct your podcast where they're more of an interview and you're asking someone with a specific expertise in something Mm -hmm. or asking them questions to learn more about it and to educate your audience I think that that's just a really good role for you because you and just your family in general even your your little son your two-year-old son (laughs) is just the most social person ever so I think it's perfect for you but I guess and you did you start the podcast before you moved to South Carolina or after I don't remember yeah it was before it was while I was I think it was in 2018 I was wrapping up my master's degree and it was probably like six months before we moved here I think and I guess how did you get started not having any experience with podcasting you know not really knowing anyone that you wanted to interview specifically not having the equipment like how exactly did you get started yeah I feel like it's better now but I will say when I started there was very little information about starting a podcast like it was really hard to figure out how to do it and so I've had a few people like friends or even friends of friends reach out to me and say like hey can you tell me you know like how you started your podcast and so I have a few resources that I send people because just from listening to other podcasters I finally found like okay here's a checklist for how to start a podcast and here's like obviously it's not hard anybody could buy a microphone or whatever but it's like what editing tools do you use and how do you do interviews like remotely and stuff and record them because like anybody I I feel like everybody's very familiar with zoom now if you know you record a zoom call they're just not good quality so like how do you get good audio quality but also how do you do it where you're not like spending hundreds or thousands of dollars on the front end because I wasn't gonna do that when I wasn't like making money off of it so yeah that was definitely hard at first to figure out how to do that but I spent a lot of hours I like I said I was in grad school so I was used to staying up late writing papers like pulling all-nighters you know so I remember just like spending hours on my computer like researching how to do it and like I said listening to other podcasters do it was really helpful but yeah I just found like the the software that was right for me and then also bought like an affordable microphone and it's still the one I use today and just kind of invested in a couple key things and just went from there and that was some advice that I got too was like you just have to start like you can only do so much planning like you can only learn so much before you actually try it so you kind of just have to jump in even if you don't feel 100% ready and do some interviews or record a couple episodes on your own or whatever and even if you don't make them live or if you never use them at least just start so that you can get your feet wet and kind of figure it out and problem solve from there so did that answer your question yeah and I mean I remember when you were first starting a podcast and I feel like I'm a little bit tech savvy in a way like I just really enjoy technology and just the like technological innovation and that sort of thing and so I remember telling you oh you really need to get a microphone and you were like in the very beginning and you Mm -hmm. were like 
no, like, I think I'm just going to use my, like, phone microphone. And so, and you did do that for a while and it was fine, but it's, it's been really cool to see how you've progressed. And Mm -hmm. now we're using a little cute little microphone right now and it seems so (laughs) official. And yeah, yeah, so I think that's really cool to see how you've just progressed throughout all of it over these last three years. Thanks. Yeah. So now I guess for new listeners, can you sort of tell us what kind of topics they can sort of expect to learn and hear about when subscribing to your podcast and even listening to your podcast? Yeah, for sure. I feel like even though it's been three years, I feel like the even though I've changed like the way I do things, like the heart of the podcast has kind of always stayed the same and like my mission has always stayed the same. And I will say, like, I want to talk about important topics, but do it in a fun way is what I've always wanted to do. Because I feel like sometimes I'll watch a documentary or something or read a book and, like, try to learn about a topic. But then I'm just, like, depressed after I do it because I'm like, well, that was really sad. And now I know about another problem in the world. And so I wanted to create something that was educational but still fun to listen to and so um kind of i guess what you can expect if you aren't super familiar with my episodes is nearly every episode is interviewing a guest um who like you said is an expert in the field and usually we're just focusing on one topic but sometimes i have guests on who are you know like i'm a professional yoga instructor but i also really care about ocean conservation that was Mm -hmm. someone i had on alia So sometimes we'll talk about multiple topics, but usually we're focusing on one, and a lot of times I split those episodes into two just because it's an hour or an hour and a half of content, and I know it can be really heavy, so I feel like splitting it up kind of helps people to digest it better. But yeah, that's kind of what you can expect is usually I'm interviewing a guest and we're talking about something that I think is important. And it's not by any means a Christian podcast, like it's not under that category, but I am a Christian, and so I always say like, I don't waste my time talking about things that I don't think Jesus would care about if he were here. And so everything I talk about, I think are really important things that Jesus does care about, essentially. So that's kind of how I how I pick and choose, I guess. But so that incorporates so many things. And I've had people tell me like, oh, you need to niche down. And I mean, I... In essence, I agree. Like, I think it would be a lot easier if I just niche down and I just did a podcast about, like, non-toxic living. Like, there are people that have podcasts about that whole thing or podcasts about cloth diapers. Like, there are people who have podcasts devoted to just that one topic. But I just feel like if I do that, then the people that I have as listeners aren't going to learn more about like topics they don't even know are a problem. Like you don't know what you don't know. And so you might tune in because you saw like I did an episode about anti-racism work and you're interested in learning about that. But then you see that the next episode is about mental health awareness and you're like, oh, well, I don't really know that much about that. So like, let me listen to that because I know I like this podcast already. So while I kind of agree, like niching down would probably be like a business savvy move. Like I'm never going to do that because I feel like Again, I don't think Jesus only cares about certain topics, and that's kind of my heart is just, like, talking about things that matter and um, things that are good for humans and for our planet, and so, yeah, that's what you can expect. It's really broad categories, and in essence, I think there will be something for everybody, no matter who you are. Yeah, so you talked about, you said you have a podcast about focus on anti-racism, one about mental health, Mm -hmm. um, and then also some different like environmental issues. Can you give us just some more examples of even just certain episodes that you have? Yeah, like episodes I have already done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many. I feel like I'm near like the 75 mark, I think. So there's a lot. But thinking back kind of in the archives, I've done several about fashion, whether it's like 
talking about what fast fashion is or talking about what slow fashion is or talking about fair trade fashion or secondhand fashion. I've done a lot on that and I think that's because fashion, for one, it's fun to talk about and it's something I love and there's a lot of people I connect with online who are passionate about that too. But also there's so many aspects to like problems in the fashion industry. So um, that's something that I've covered a lot on the podcast and that is something too that I want to clarify is not just for women, it's for men too. Men's fashion is just as much of a problem as women's fashion is. So that's one that I've talked about and then hmm, I've talked about things like, well adoption and foster care have been on there and there are more episodes coming about that. Um, Sex trafficking is one that I've covered and I'm going to keep covering. also, you did one about bees. Yeah, you? I was thinking about I that, really too. Like yeah, that one, the yeah. Save the Bees. And that's, like, I, I would say, broadly, I've done a lot of things that fit under, like, the greater topic of climate change. And I did, like, a Climate Change 101 kind of episode, too. But there's a lot of environmental things, like zero-waste living, saving the bees, water conservation, that all I feel like connect to climate change so I've done a lot like on those topics too but then I've done some like fun ones too like I just had one come out about the Enneagram which is a personality it's not a personality test but that's the easiest way to explain it it, so people understand it kind of like Myers-Briggs or whatever um but the Enneagram so I have like kind of fun random ones on there too but I call them fun random because they don't necessarily fit under the cover of like ethical or sustainable living but they fit with mental health which I do feel like is relevant so I mean to me I feel like you're you really focus on you know ways to how ways you can make the world a better place but also ways to make your life and your family's lives just better in general yeah whether it's mental health or just communication and understanding like relationships and I feel like just making everything better just as Mm -hmm. you live in this world especially with how like hectic things are lately and all of that totally yeah and I want to point out too that like for me it's all about people and like yes I am like a hippie who loves the planet and everything (laughs) my mom also calls you a hippie (laughs) yeah and I yes I am that but it's also I like to point out that it's not just about the planet it's not like I just like worship mother earth or something it's it's about people because like ultimately without taking care of the earth that the lord has given us in my opinion like we won't be able to survive like the earth isn't going anywhere it's us that will die (laughs) if we don't take care of it and so for me it's all about people like because i think too a lot of times especially with talking about environmentalism is people who are underprivileged that are going to feel the effects of that first so to me it's all about taking care of people in need and that is all of us but especially like those who tend to be neglected or looked over so I just like to point that out because yeah it is all about like making making people's lives better yeah and I mean I think too sorry I know we're dragging this um question on a little bit long but I think too that it focuses on what you can do as a human being like living on this planet Mm -hmm. to make a difference because I know like me in general I grew up not like just from a really small town like not recycling and not Mm -hmm. really caring about conventional farming for example because I didn't really understand it so I feel like you're really giving people a more in-depth understanding of how things work so that they can maybe make changes in their lives that will better like their like future generations to come and their family and things like that yeah 
Also, if you can hear him, welcome the dog to the podcast. Chief is in the background, so I'm sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. So I know we talked a little bit about how you find experts in whatever topic you're talking about. Yeah. How exactly do you find those experts? Like, do you reach out to them in a certain way? Like, where do you find them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, For the most part, I'm reaching out to my guests. I do have some people contact me and say, like, hey, I think I'd fit in with your podcast. And most of the time, they're right. Sometimes I'm like, "Mm, not really. Sorry. (laughs) But, um, But, yeah, usually I do connect with those people, too. But for the most part, I'm reaching out to people, and honestly, I meet so many people on Instagram, which is why I love Instagram. I feel like it's like a love-hate relationship, but that's one of the reasons I love Instagram is I feel like I have online friends, which is pretty cool. And so for the most part, I feel like I connect with people on there just because we have common interests, and then I see that they're like doing cool stuff, and I'm like, hey, would you be interested in being on my podcast and talking about this? And most of the time people are like yeah that'd be so fun like I I don't know I feel like it's not super common to be asked to do a podcast interview so people are usually pretty excited about that I mean don't get me wrong there are plenty of people who ignore me or say no but (laughs) but I feel like usually I get pretty positive responses so Instagram is a huge one and I've done it both ways where sometimes I find someone who I think is up to really cool work and I'm like they would be a great podcast guest And other times I know a topic I want to talk about, and so I have to find someone who fits in with that. So again, I'll use Instagram to search using hashtags and whatnot, but I also will look online or even ask people who I know are involved in such a topic. Like for example, my friend Janelle, who has been on the podcast also, I have my friends on, (laughs) but my friend Janelle, who's been on the podcast, I know she has been connected with people who are doing a lot of work in like the homeless community. And so I reached out to her a couple months ago and said like, hey, who would be a good podcast interview for me uh, to talk about homelessness? And that's how I found a guest that you guys will hear this summer talking about homelessness. And so yeah, sometimes I just use my connections too. So I kind of have a couple different avenues. Yeah, so you said the Homelessness Podcast will be this summer. Yeah. What other topics are sort of on your radar for the podcast in the future? I have so many. Honestly, it's like funny because sometimes I think like, man, what else is there to talk about? And then I look at my list and I'm like, oh, there's so many things I haven't (laughs) even covered yet. So some that I have scheduled this summer are, like I said, the homelessness one, uh, mental health. Um, I have another one coming out about adoption, but that is kind of unique because we're looking at the other side of adoption as I would call it so we're hearing a birth mother's story um so that one's really cool yeah yeah I'm really excited about that one what else do I have I have another human trafficking episode coming out and that one's actually with a survivor of human trafficking so that's pretty cool I have a vaccine episode coming out so ready to get controversial (laughs) um I I say that but actually I told my guests like I do want to talk about the COVID vaccine but I want to talk about vaccines in general because as a mom it's something I I've wondered about since way before COVID so um so yeah I'm excited about learning on that one and uh those are a few that I've scheduled but like I said I look at my list and I'm like oh my gosh like I haven't talked about like overfishing or you know I don't know I just feel like there's so many things still out there to cover and even if I have talked about them before on the podcast, there are so many things that require like ongoing conversations. Like I said, like fashion or human trafficking. I just feel like there's topics where just because I'm doing an hour long episode about them doesn't mean we've covered all of it or that like I'm done talking about it. So yeah, there's still a lot to cover on the show. Do you, this is sort of off the cuff here, do you take suggestions if someone has something specific that they want to learn more about? Would you 
sort of accept that suggestion and try to look into it. 100%. I would love it if people would give me suggestions like, hey, I heard something about this. Like, could you maybe look into that for the podcast? Because I want to know more about it. So I would love that. Do you yeah. have one for me? Um, not right now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was just more asking in general okay. just for listeners. But I mean, I could come up with some for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like kind of have a lottery yeah (laughs) um now I want to switch gears here now and talk more about you personally I guess so we can get to know the host of the (laughs) enlighten me podcast um what's something interesting about you that most people don't really know about it's so hard to answer (laughs) because I feel like obviously I'm on the podcast every week but at the same time I'm usually interviewing people so it's not like I'm talking about myself a ton This came out actually in an interview that I did for someone else's podcast where we were talking about sustainable fashion and it's something I'd kind of forgotten but that's kind of funny. So I went to a pretty big high school like I I was I think in a class of 800 people. Oh wow. And my senior year I won best dressed like for the yearbook senior superlatives. I actually did not know that. (laughs) I did not know that. And I laughed because it's kind of like what happened? Like, because I literally, like, wear sweats every day in my life. No, yesterday you were the cutest cheetah, like, overall set with the trendy, like, white turtleneck, like, vest. <laughs> it was so cute. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, if I have a place to dress up for, then I totally will. But, you know, between COVID and being a stay-at-home mom, I, I was like... I like, you're a mom now. <laughs> yeah, I don't dress up that much anymore. But in high school, I dressed up every day. Like, I did not one single day ever wear my sweatpants to school even if I was sick like I dress up every day and I feel like now that's a lot more common because like leggings are in and like you can make like your sweats look pretty dressy I feel like like Um, gold jewelry yeah yeah or even like for guys like wearing I know when I worked out at university like I would talk to them about like dressing up for their presentation and they're like so like joggers and like like you know like (laughs) I remember my nice like tracksuit essentially and I'm like (laughs) no like I mean like you know and to them it like jeans is super fancy and I'm like okay I don't feel like jeans is fancy but I guess it is now (laughs) but yeah so I tried really hard in high school I dressed up a lot and I got really into thrifting in high school and so it was always fun to come up with really unique outfits and a lot of times they were out there but I think that's why I won best dress you know I just put myself out there so that's kind of fun um, what's one thing that you think every adult needs? Whether it's like an item yeah. or... I'm going to say this, and I don't mean to sound... I'm m- making anybody feel guilty about it, but I think every adult needs a compost bucket because it's, for one, the most practical way that you can help to combat climate change out of your house. It's so easy. It will save space in your garbage. Um, it will help your garbage not to stink as much, so you can leave your garbage in there longer if you need to. And yeah, it's just so easy to do and so efficient and you can do it with your kids and teach them about, you know, saving the planet and everything. And yeah, I just feel like that's such an easy thing that everybody should have in their household. Yeah, well, we have a yard now. Remember, we lived in an apartment last time and now we have a house. I feel like that's something that I could actually do. I remember last year, I was like, what is that awful smell? (laughs) And then do you remember that? I think this is before you like really realized that you needed to like child proof the like cabinets and drawers and baker got in there and like 
flipped the little nozzle up and it like came out and went all over the floor. Oh my yeah, gosh, you, you that definitely, was so bad. You definitely learned your lesson with that. Yeah, we had to like literally hose things down outside and yeah. it smelled really bad. Yeah, yeah that was disgusting. <laughs> Since then, I've childproofed where we keep our composter. Yes, but yeah, uh, no, we haven't had any problems since I've been here. This yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever met a celebrity? Yes. Okay. I've oh, met. You sound so excited. I yes. I'm, I'm gonna so tell the excited. world. <laughs> I've met multiple celebrities, and I feel like there's kind of like one for each category that I I'm think like, people will said a cool. celebrity. I've I'm met three. <laughs> I've met three celebrities. You can. The tell first us. one. We'll see if you know who this is, since you live in Chicago. The first one was Andre Dawson. You know I don't know pop culture <laughs> anything. It's I have not no pop culture. It's sports. Oh, well, I don't know that either. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. So he's a former Chicago Cubs player. Uh-huh. I met him at Harry Carey's, the restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which my husband is probably, like, cringing listening to this because he's a Cardinals fan. But my uncle's from Chicago, and he's a Cubs fan, so he took me there when I was younger, and he was like, oh, Mackenzie, that's Andre Dawson, and, like, made me go get my picture with him. I think just because it would be, like, weird if, like, the grown man was, like, yeah. all excited about it. So I had my picture with Andre so Dawson. Didn't know who it was at the time, but now I do. Um, I met Miranda Lambert mm-hmm. with another uncle. My uncles take me places where I meet <laughs> celebrities, apparently. Um, my uncle was a big Miranda Lambert fan and took me to her concert and signed us up to do the meet and greet. Oh, so nice. I met her. Like I, It was like one of her first tours. It was pretty early on. And at the time... So I'm from Seattle. Like I did not listen to country music at all until I met my husband. And so I had no idea who she was, and nor did I listen to any country music or know really what it was about. So I remember I was probably, like, 13 when he took me. And in the picture with Miranda Lambert, I tried to look very country, so I wore my hair in pigtails, and I wore a shirt that said Montana. Oh, my gosh. I need to see that picture. <laughs> that, I thought that was pretty country. Like, <laughs> that Montana shirt. That's so good. That's funny. Uh, and then the third celebrity I met was recently, it was just a couple of years ago, I met, uh, what's his name, Jared Paladecki, who is Dean on Gilmore Girls. Oh! Yeah, and he's also in Supernatural. And you love Gilmore Girls. I love Gilmore Girls, and I was so excited to meet him. Like, I kept eyeing him. We were at this bar in Austin, and I kept eyeing him, and I'm like, that guy looks so much like Dean. Like, I didn't even know his his name. Like, I just knew he was Dean. And Justin was like, okay, well, then just go ask him if he is. And I was like, I can't just, like, walk up and ask him that. See, you guys and are so social. Yeah. He's like, just go ask him. <laughs> yeah. So Justin went and asked him for me because I was, like, too embarrassed to ask him. <laughs> and so Justin just walks up and he's like, you just like were, you, were you Dean on Gilmore Girls? And he, he's like, yeah, I'm Jared. Nice to meet you. And, like, shook his hand. And my husband's like... Oh, my wife is, like, majorly crushing on you right now. Like, she's so excited to meet you. And he was like, oh, well, tell her to come up here. Turns out he owns the bar. And so, yeah, we, like, talked. And this was, like, right after the Gilmore Girls... I don't know if you saw this, but, like, on Netflix, they did, like, a Gilmore Girls reunion kind yeah, of show. Yeah, yeah. It was right after that came out, and he was in it very briefly, so we talked about that. And, yeah, he, he was so nice, I will say. He was super nice. And I was like, do you mind if I get my picture with you? And he was like, uh, sure. And, like, Justin had my phone and is, like, getting ready to take a picture. He's like, as long as your really buff husband is okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It was so funny. Yeah, he was super nice. It made my whole night, it made my whole trip to Austin to the point and, like, where just Justin... like, whole night? Yeah, <laughs> Justin was like, okay, you can stop talking about it now. Like, That's he was so, so annoyed. But, yeah, so those are the three celebrities I met. And I will say, while I feel like those are all pretty cool stories, 
Justin literally always tops that because he met Obama once. So Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. It's always annoying to tell that those stories like yeah. and then have him like follow it up with like, Well, I met Obama. But Yeah. Wait, how did he meet him again? <laughs> he went to the Iowa caucus, I think mm-hmm. is what it is. So it was while Obama was running for president mm-hmm. in like oh seven or whatever. So yeah, That's pretty cool. Pretty he cool, has though. a picture with Obama. Wait, you didn't party with Obama. <laughs> no. Like you have like how you partied with Dean. I didn't party with Dean, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, what do you think is the absolute greatest invention of all time? Oh my gosh, this is such a hard question. What did I say? We were trying to look up ideas, and it was like wheels, the light bulb, <laughs> like phones, and it's like, yeah. that's not really the route we're trying to yeah. go. the internet. I think um, yours was something food. Something food? Oh, yeah, dessert hummus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I was really drawing a blank, but I will say I've been snacking really hard lately, I think because I'm nursing and I'm so hungry all the time, but dessert hummus has been clutch, and my friend Bethany gave clutch. me some. Yeah, it has been for at night when I like want something sweet, but I don't want to just like pig out on something unhealthy. I've been having, again, all credit to Bethany on this, but strawberries dipped in the dark chocolate dessert hummus. It tastes like brownie batter and it's so good but it I feel much less guilty eating that and yeah so dessert hummus I think you were I was eating olives and cheese and you said that you wanted you were like oh I'll take an olive and then I went (laughs) like by the time I went to go offer it to you I look and you're like oh I'm already eating dessert so (laughs) never mind about the olive yeah Yeah, your hummus yeah cute (laughs) now for my favorite question what is the most embarrassing thing oh my gosh. that has happened to you during your childhood or during growing up, whether it was as you were a kid or high school, just what was the most yeah. embarrassing moment? Yeah. Uh, th- this is such a hard question. We were talking about this beforehand, too, and I told you I thought of, like, some, but they were too inappropriate to share on the podcast. I thought you should have <laughs> shared them. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me in person and you want to know, I'll tell you. I'm just not going <laughs> to share it where I might have to bleep stuff out. Um... <laughs> I think the one that comes to mind, and it's kind of a two-parter, but I am, like, not a super athletic person, as you know. Um, I played tennis in high school, and I'm good at tennis. That's, like, the only coordinated sport that I'm actually good at. I'm just very awkward. I'm, like, if you've seen me in person, I'm very, like, gangly. I don't have a lot of control over my body, I feel like. (laughs) I don't think you're that bad. (laughs) Well, thank you. But so, yeah, I'm just not great at sports. But, yeah, I played all of them when I was a child, because that's what kids do, you know, so I played, like, softball and basketball and soccer and all those things, and in soccer, I was terrible. Yeah, I played it because all my friends did, and I wanted to, and my, one of my best friend's dad was the coach, and I was literally always afraid of the ball. Like, I was out there running, but I would never try to touch the ball, (laughs) and one time he, he got so mad during practice, he was so irritated with me, like, not doing anything, I think, and he was like, Mackenzie, like in front of everybody, he's like, Mackenzie, you need to stop being afraid of the ball. It doesn't hurt. It's not that bad. And he took the ball and chucked it at me, the oh soccer ball, and it hit me in the leg. But he was like really close, so it really hurt. And he's like, see, it doesn't hurt. It's not that bad. And I was like, it does hurt. <laughs> I don't think I cried, but I, I played it off like it was funny. But it's obviously stuck with me all these years because I was so afraid of the ball. And, and now I, you're even more afraid now. I'm even more afraid of the ball now. And that carried on even into like high school where I just was like really unconfident in my skills and like obviously in PE they make you play all these sports you know and my freshman year of PE me and my friend Amy who's also been on the podcast she helped me do my two-year anniversary episode Amy who is very athletic we were playing volleyball in PE and we were on the same team 
And I just was always afraid of the ball, so I wouldn't do anything. Like, I would just get out of the way when it came towards <laughs> me. And Amy was getting so irritated. She's like, just hit it. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to do it this time. And I was like, it was coming right for me. I was ready. Like, I was feeling confident, and I was really going to try to whatever, hit the ball. And Amy did not have any confidence in me to the point where she ran over, tried to hit the ball, missed knocked me over we both fell over in the process in the high school gym it hurt really badly it was hilarious but it's just funny because i'm yeah i feel like i'm still afraid of the ball so i did not thanks know a lot that. Amy. yeah i did not know that about you <laughs> yep so there's I, my version i mean that's funny but i still think you should have told the dirty one <laughs> <laughs> again if you see me in person feel free to ask all right now a little bit more serious if you got a call right now and were asked to do a TED Talk tomorrow, what would you talk about? That's a great question. I have done a lot of research on anti-racism work and I think just like uh, systemic racism in our country, especially for my master's degree, that was a large part of it. So that's always the first thing that comes to mind because I'm super passionate about it. However, I will say I feel like there's a lot more qualified people to do a TED Talk on that topic than (laughs) I am, so I probably wouldn't pick that. I think instead I would pick kind of the topic of like non-toxic living because even though I don't know a ton about it, I think people are becoming more in tune with it and there's more research coming out about it, so I think I could really educate people and I even heard something on the BBC the other day, that's the only news that I listen to is the BBC podcast. And they had someone on there talking about research that they're doing kind of geared towards infertility and like all the infertility problems people are addressing nowadays. And they specifically did a study for sperm count in males and it was about how like toxins affect it. And what they found was the more toxins, I'm really summarizing it here, but essentially the more toxins a mother was exposed to while pregnant with a male child, basically that male when they got older their sperm count was much lower than like it should be than Uh the average male and so they talked about things like environmental toxins like flame retardants in our furniture the teflon coating on our cookware like those kinds of things that i'm really passionate about learning about and trying to eliminate out of our home and so i think it's pretty cool that now even like scholars are researching this and scientists are becoming aware of how it's really affecting us and finding links to our hormones and so yeah i feel like that's something i would want to talk about because i just don't think enough people are aware of all the toxins they're putting in their bodies and bringing into their homes Yeah, and I remember last year whenever I came, we talked a little bit about this, about sunscreen Mm -hmm. and how, like, that's literally being absorbed into your body. Yeah. And so, I mean, it really matters what the ingredients are. And, I mean, that's something that I never really thought about until you brought it to my attention. Yeah. All right. um, Now, what – I know that you read, I mean, as much as you can, but what is the most impactful book that you've ever read? Uh, Yeah, okay. I feel like I've answered this question before. I usually – my go-to answer is usually The Hate You Give. Um, which is a great book, and I know other people on the podcast have recommended it too. But because I've said that before, I thought I'd pick one that I've read more recently. And this one, I don't know if it counts because I haven't finished it, but I just started reading Jesus Feminist, and I really... And when I say I just started reading it, I mean in October, and I haven't finished <laughs> You're it You're like, yet. I'm still trying. Yeah. Um, that's how life is for me right now. <laughs> but it's really good. I'm about halfway through. It's by Sarah Bessie, and yeah, I think it's a great read for women, 
But also for men, I think it'd be great to educate yourself if you're interested in like the Christian faith, if that is relevant to your life. I think it's really important to read. So Can you tell us just a little bit more about it? Yeah. Um, actually, if you listen to my Faith and Feminism episode with Megan, it's very similar to that topic. But um, essentially, it's talking about how, I guess, like women's roles because it seems like a lot of times the church hasn't done a great job at embracing those. Like, obviously, most pastors are males and, like, heads of the church are males. And so the church... I think gets confused on what women's roles should be and part of that is because of the bible like if you read your bible you'll see men are you know the predominant characters in the story there's not that many bible stories about women and a lot of times like when women are mentioned it's like and his name was david and he had a wife or and his name was saul and he had 10 wives or whatever and like the women aren't just aren't really talked about and so um she kind of talks about like why that is and how we can actually read that even though it seems like at the time women are like ignored or cut out or whatever that Jesus was actually a feminist and here's how we can see that and she kind of helps to break down this was the cultural norm at the time and so here's why what Jesus did was so radical for feminism because it's just hard to understand looking at it from our perspective and our like in this day and age that someone like how someone back then was radical in their feminism i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah no i like that yeah it's really good um would you ever consider writing a book yourself yeah i think i would i mean i really like writing i've obviously written a lot for grad school but (laughs) but no i totally would i think if there was like a need i don't want to do something that somebody's already doing you know what i mean like but yeah if there was like a good topic and well yeah what would your topic I don't be? know that's the thing again I'm so I'm passionate about so many things um anti-racism You're like, I can't write an encyclopedia yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I think even like guides to like sustainable living are fun or like non-toxic living those are the topics I'm really into right now um or even like I feel like there's kind of neat topics within those, like, how do you be sustainable as a mom, or... I mean, I feel like you could write multiple books. Yeah, I could write so many books, honestly. Just I'm just waiting for the book deals to pour yeah. in. <laughs> That's too good. But no, I would if someone wanted me to. I mean, I obviously want you to. <laughs> we'll see. I'll stick to podcasting for now. <laughs> um, what's something that you've watched or listened to that you think everyone needs to hear? Well, recently we watched Hamilton for the first time on Disney+. Plus. Did you watch that? No, I don't watch anything. Okay, it's so good. And I know obviously not everybody's into musicals, but it's just so fun. And I think even if you don't think you're into musicals, I would try it because it's hip-hop music, so it's not like... Okay. It's not your typical musical. That's so you, too. Yeah, (laughs) it's so fun. And the cast is really cool. And I would watch it with the subtitles on so you can follow along because half the time they're rapping, so it's like, wait, what'd they say? What'd Uh they say? So watching it with the subtitles on was really fun. And it is like a three-hour thing, so we had to split it up over multiple nights. But it was really good. I really liked it. And... In case musicals aren't your thing, I'll also say Seaspiracy, which, full confession, I didn't watch, but Justin watched. I felt like I kind of already know about this topic, and I don't need to feel depressed because I knew I would after Mm -hmm. watching it, but he watched it, and it really hit him. What what is it about? It's about, like, overfishing and kind of the conspiracy to deplete our oceans. It's, yeah, about 
our oceans, I guess, broadly, eating fish and that kind of thing. He watched that and it really hit him. And then he also watched another one right after that called Game Changers, which is a documentary about plant-based eating, focusing mostly on like professional athletes. And again, I didn't watch it, but I like saw him watching it. So I kind of got bits and pieces and he told me a lot about both of them. And with those combined, I'm more so the one in the relationship who is more into plant-based eating and Justin agrees with me but he like has a harder time saying no to like a burger or whatever a a good steak and so but after watching both of those he was like yeah we really need to like be more (laughs) plant-based and so I feel like for him to say that it is a big deal and I think the game changers one would especially be good for men to watch it talked a lot about like men and testosterone and how meat affects men so anyways those are two other recommendations that I didn't even watch but I know my husband really liked (laughs) In case you don't want to watch Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last question. What is a brand or product that you're loving lately? Okay, I have two of these also. Sorry for my multiple answers. She brought them for show and tell, even though this is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I brought them so that I would remember what they were called. Okay, so the first one is Pacifica Sun and Skin Care Mineral SPF Bronzing Body Butter. (laughs) That was a really long name. Sorry, I'll put it in the show notes. But Pacifica is a brand that I trust for like skincare and makeup and stuff. It's it has like a pretty low EWG rating and I mean all of this kind of stuff unless you're like keeping it in the fridge does still have preservatives in it, but it's it's pretty good. You can get it at like Whole Foods and those kinds of stores. But this SPF is one that I bought because it's mineral, it's ocean, like coral reef safe, all that good stuff, but it has like a glow to it. And so I, I stopped using it because it's like so brown that I was like, this like stains my clothes, like what the heck, it's so dark. But then I realized it actually works perfect for like a summer makeup kind of, like Mm -hmm. so I put it on in the mornings as like my concealer kind of, Mm -hmm. or foundation, Mm -hmm. right, foundation as my foundation and it's SPF 50 so it's actual sunscreen it's not just like makeup that has some SPF added to it but it is really nice and thick so it like actually covers stuff up like a foundation does so I really like it and it makes my face look tan I need to try that now yeah it's great and then I also brought up a bra that I'm loving lately (laughs) (laughs) so sorry for men out there none of these products are for you but um (laughs) this is one that I literally wear all the time It's my second one because I wore my first one out so much. It's technically a nursing bra. Or maybe it's not technically a nursing bra, but you can use it as that. I I buy them in this little store in Asheville that's like a kid's store, but you can buy them online. The brand is called Heavenly Body Wear, and it is so soft, handmade by a woman, don't know her name, but they're handmade. It's literally the most comfortable bra ever, and I bought it, like I said, as a nursing bra, but I continue wearing them forever. Like, they're the only bra I wear at nighttime, and yeah, they're just super comfortable. And they're kind of, like, long and thick, and she even makes tank tops, but, um, yeah, they kind of look like a little top, I was gonna say, it looks like a little, like, bandeau or, like, crop top. Yeah, yeah, so you could even wear it as, like, a top under something or whatever. It's sexy for a nurse right yeah (laughs) so i i would highly recommend looking up that brand just because it's the most comfortable thing what was the brand again heavenly body wear i will say it's not like super thick so i don't wear it out that much because i feel like i need a little more support than that (laughs) not to give tmi (laughs) yeah um i was waiting for it (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
but um but no it's just it's so comfortable so just wanted to tell any fellow moms out there about that brand or non-moms whoever you are cool all right now what's the best way for people to keep in touch with you i know you mentioned your instagram and that's how you like find some of the people that you interview are you responsive on instagram if people were to message you like how can people reach you Yes, people can reach me through Instagram for sure. I am typically pretty responsive, but if I take a couple days, that's just because that's how it's going for me lately. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not able to be on Instagram every day right now just because I'm still... I have a one month old, so that's why. Um, but I, yeah, I do. I still love Instagram, even though I'm not going to be posting on there like every day, probably. I'm still on there quite a bit. And again, my heart is like all about helping people. So I really only try to post things that are helpful. Like I don't just get on there and post like cute pictures on myself just for no reason. Like I try You're to like, make it all helpful. selfies. Yeah. <laughs> I really do try to make it helpful and have like meaningful captions. And so if, People ever want to reach out, message me, or comment with questions, I love it when you do, or you can email me or whatever, and I always try to help as much as I can. So I would love to hear from people. Do you have your Instagram handle in the description or anything? Yeah, I have my Instagram handle is in the show notes, as is my email address. But in case you just want me to tell you, if you're on Instagram right now, my handle is the heartfelt hippie. So look me up, follow me, and I also have a podcast account where I post like what episodes are happening and stuff so you can follow that one too but yeah i'd love to hear from people online cool yeah that's all i have well thanks so much for taking the role of being my interviewer yeah slightly stressful but it was fine yeah you did a good job i thought you you filled my shoes well great thanks (laughs) well thank you everybody so much for tuning in and for helping us to celebrate three years of the podcast as you heard today i still have a lot that i want to cover so i'm hoping for at least another year of this But I just want to thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting me by listening and by downloading, by subscribing, by leaving reviews for all of you who have done that. It helps to support me to keep this show going by using my affiliate links and following along with me online on Instagram and Facebook. All those things really help me. So thank you for your encouragement through those things and for helping to keep the show going. And yeah, it's been a great three years and I hope for more. So thank you everybody and peace out. Peace out.